0: Books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get
1: cozy because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTalk and Bookstagram. And
0: don't forget that drink of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi Amber. <laughs> well, hello.
2: <laughs> We're so happy to have you today. Yeah, welcome. So excited. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes. For all of our listeners and all of our book friends, we have Miss Amber Palmer on with us today. Woo!
1: Woo-hoo!
0: If you so didn't excited. already know,
1: I'm Amber Palmer's number one fan, yeah. <laughs> self proclaimed. But <laughs> we've been talking about doing this and wanting to do this literally since Shelby and I started the podcast. Yep. So I read um, Amber's books that had been out last summer, and then I've read every single book as it's come out since
0: then. So, That's so awesome. and <laughs> <Yes>. I even <laughs> I've you. even started the, the we got an of the night runs red and I started this one I'm so excited yes and this was your first novel of darkness and fire yes
2: yes of darkness and fire is the first baby
0: oh I love it I love it well before we get started talking about books Amber tell us a little bit about yourselves.
2: all right so um I am Amber um I live in Texas um I'm married I've got a whole horde of um animals. Um, so Mm -hmm. if you see them running around in the background or come across, (laughs) I can't control them. They're all pretty chill right now, but you never know what's going to set them off. Um, But, um, yeah, I actually, I just celebrated my two year, um, it was a darkness and fires two year, um, like bursary, book birthday, um, on Yay. the eighth. So that marked two years is like a, like a published author um wow. so that has been that has been exciting and wild and crazy just to see like the growth in, in the two years but yeah. um yeah I've got I've got the completed trilogy and then I've got book one of my duology that's out and book two will be coming out soon oh, <laughs> no dates <good>. but soon
0: <laughs> that's awesome you also just had another really big milestone didn't
2: you I did. I did. I hit. uh, I hit one million on um, Kindle Unlimited pages, which I never in a million years thought that I would. I would hit. Um, That was absolutely crazy to me. Um, (laughs) But I hit it, and it was funny because I was literally like, I'd been checking it every now and then. Like, I I try not to make a habit of like checking that kind of stuff because you know you can get into a weird mindset like when it doesn't move as fast as you want it to, and so. I hadn't checked it in a while, but it was like that day it had crossed over. And so I was like, well, I was just meant to find this. Oh, my <laughs> so gosh. It was cool. But yeah, I, I just hey. I just hit one million. So that is super exciting. And it was like literally right before the, the anniversary. So the two years. So that was cool as oh well. Oh, my gosh.
0: That is so perfect! How exciting! That's, amazing. that's so yeah. Time.
2: I I don't think I could have timed it better, even if I had like planned anything out. So <laughs> <laughs> it worked
0: out. I love it. Wow, that that's is so, so cool. awesome. How fun! Yes, I'm very so, excited,
2: and I'm very I'm very grateful as well. Because, like I said, I never in a million years thought that I would I would hit that. I never, you know. So it's just been awesome.
0: Oh, well congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: Do you want to tell us a little bit about what got you into writing in the first place? You say 2 years ago was when yeah. you published your first book, self-published. Yes. So, like tell us how you got on that path. How did you decide that you wanted to start writing books?
2: Yeah, so I I feel like I've always liked creative things. Um I just never really knew kind of what what um it would manifest as. Um like, I was, I've always been really into music, but, like, I didn't want to do anything, like, career-wise with that. And um, I was actually, originally, um, movies were, like, my first, like, big obsession. And I'd been obsessed with them since I was, like, a little kid. Like, strangely enough, my mom, for whatever reason, decided to take me as, like, a three-year-old to see Titanic in theaters. Um, and oh, I watched oh, the entire time. Um, and so my mom was like, yeah, I knew you were going to be, like, a little bit different of a child like after that happened she's like you saw through the whole thing like the entire thing and she goes and you didn't you didn't make a sound oh Um, oh my gosh so yeah so um (laughs) um I've always I've always loved movies and film in general and so I kind of wanted to go that route and um I was actually in school for for film and um I had to take a screenwriting class um, and I had done writing previously, um, but I was never really any good at it in school because it was more like, you know, the technical writing. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't, I'm not good at writing about things that are real.
1: <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so I never really,
2: <laughs> I never really like pursued writing per se. And so um, I had to take a screenwriting class that was just part of the curriculum. And um and so I kind of fell in love with it then. Like I'd always liked like making up stories and scenarios and, you know, things like that. Like my imagination yeah. was always running wild. Um, but to actually put it down on paper was completely different. And um I had a really amazing professor, um, and I had, you know, talked to him about it and I was like, you know, I was like, I really I really, really struggle because like in screenwriting you're not supposed to put a lot of details. Cause it's like supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, you, you lay the groundwork, but after that, you know, it's, it's kind of up to the actors to do their, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: their rendition of it and everything. And so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, his biggest thing was like, you know, you're putting a lot of details and it's great. It's beautiful, but like, it's not, it's not what we're doing here. And so I told him, I was like, I've you know, been struggling with that. And he was like, well, yeah. have you ever considered writing? And I was like, no, no. (laughs) And he's like, you do realize that's kind of like what you're doing here, right? And I was like, I mean, I guess. Um, And so at this point, (laughs) at this point, COVID had hit. And so, um, you know, everything kind of shut down. And um, I mean, I was, I switched to taking online classes. And um, so it was just kind of one of those things that I was like, after I'd finished the class, I was like, well, I mean, why not? Why not give it a try? <laughs> um, and I just I just gotten back into to reading again. Um, I've been a really huge reader um, growing up. But I think, you know, kind of like how a lot of people do, they kind of fall off in like their early 20s. And so mm-hmm. I had just kind of started picking it back up again. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do this. It's just going to be for me. Just me like no one's ever going to read it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but at least this way, I can kind of get everything out and um and then um I discovered self publishing and I was like, Well, like maybe, maybe I could do this, maybe I could do this <laughs> and then you know, one thing kind of led to another and here we are. Um so <laughs> it was just kind of a um it was just kind of like a, a gradual uh progress. Um that but is I'm so really exciting. excited because yeah like it's it's I feel like this is definitely like something like it was like kind of once it clicked it clicked and I was like oh man like I really enjoy this like maybe this is what I should have been trying to pursue all along so
0: oh my gosh when everything just falls into place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely so so where did you get your inspiration for of darkness and fire (laughs)
2: <laughs> I think it was, I think it was a lot of things, um, obviously, like, um, you know, from Blood Nash and Avatar, and like those were, those were, you know, huge when I started writing it. I mean, they still are, obviously. Um, yeah. But I had, they were a little bit more fresh on my mind. And I was kind of wanted to do my own take on like a darker fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. And I had known that, that um, I wanted the main character um, Eva I wanted her to kind of struggle a little bit with like mm-hmm. mental health and everything because that reflected mm-hmm. my journey and something I'd struggled with and um, I think a lot of a lot of times like mental health and books especially like fantasy gets kind of glossed over and just kind of dismissed mm-hmm. and I don't think it really there's there's not a lot of, of books that give it the attention that it deserves um, mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, I kind of want to do that. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I knew I, her, she was really easy. Um, and, and then the characters just kind of started coming out of the woodwork, so to speak, and then, uh, they wouldn't stop. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a culmination of just things that I like, you know, little bits of inspiration from like movie TV and other books and, um, you know just just what i wanted to see in a fantasy book so
0: i love it once you started writing of darkness and fire was it easy or did you find there were roadblocks while you were writing
2: i found of darkness and fire itself i found it really easy um now i have been very honest about like obviously the struggles i went through when when i published of darkness and fire like i didn't have a um I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I had, you know, no one in the book world to kind of like guide me. So I made a lot of mistakes, but like, as far as, as far as the actual writing went, um, it was, it was very easy and I feel like it progressed, um, you know, really well, um, for me not knowing what I was doing. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I feel like the the first book you ever write to publish is your easiest, because there's no pressure, right? Like, you're just going into it. And, you know, with little to no expectations. Um, And so, you know, there's, there's not like a demand for another book, there's not. You know anything, and so I feel like that first book that you go to publish is just your easiest because there's no pressure. You can write whenever you feel like it. You don't. You're not guilty that you're not writing 24/7. Um, so I think that one it was it was definitely my easiest one to write. Um, And I was, I was just really, I was really thankful. And I think that's, that's in part to like my characters and just, they had such loud voices and they demanded to be heard. So I think that plays a big part into that.
1: Did you know when you were starting darkness and fire, did you have an idea of where you wanted the trilogy to go? Like, For people who have read this book, you know, there's a
0: whole roller coaster of
1: emotions and how you feel about different people. Like, did you know what that trajectory was going to look like? Or did you develop that as you started writing book two and book three?
2: I had a vague inclination. Um, (laughs) I knew, I knew obviously that, um, you know, our, our main characters were going to have um, their happy ever after. Um, and I said from the beginning that I couldn't guarantee that for anyone else. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so so I had I had vague ideas. Um, I knew how I wanted um, book two to go. Book two was pretty was pretty set in stone. It was book three that kind of um, was a little bit more. Um, im improv improvisation, um, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a cancer, so like I can't plot to save my life. Like I I I, can, <laughs> oh I, can, I have I have vague <laughs> ideas that I jot down, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll come back to that. But normally, <laughs> normally, whatever my ideas, especially from like the beginning, mm-hmm. what I end up with is nothing similar to what I started out with. So I always just that's kind fun, of go though. off the of vibes. and so I'm like, well, yeah. I know that. I know that this is where I want it to end but the middle is always a mystery I don't know I never know what exactly is going to happen mm-hmm. I'll, I'll 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 do um I I can't remember who it was I want to say I can't remember and who it was but an I watched on TikTok she had said something about like quilting as like a like a writing style and so she was like you know I have um certain scenes and she goes I'll write those scenes mm-hmm. and then I kind of ride around that and I weave everything together. And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. Um, and so that's kind of, that's kind of what I do. Um, but yeah, so, so I I had an idea, but a lot of it was a surprise to me as well. So, Oh
0: my gosh. That's, that's so cool. fun.
1: Yeah. That's exciting though. That's gotta be fun to like feel, feel that change along the way, like
2: yourself too. And not even just it as is. a reader. That's it really is, cool. it is, and and sometimes, like, I'm sitting there, and I, like, I'll, I'll have, like, written a scene or a chapter, or whatever it is, and I'm, like, oh, man, well, this wasn't on the books, so <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that means that I have to then go back and, like, fix things at the beginning yeah. to, like, make it cohesive, um, because once they start down a path, I can't change it, um, <laughs> I can't rein them back in, and I'm, like, no, 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 this isn't what we were doing. And he, they're like, Yes, yeah, it is. This is, no, this no, is no. so I'm not in charge. I, I can't I can't ring them so in fun. once they go off. Once they go off on their own, that's it. The characters are in charge here.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Oh, um, yeah. so tell us more about the process for self-publishing, yeah. what mm-hmm. that looks like, any struggles you may have had. We are super impressed with you and how you've just so gracefully gone about it. Mm-hmm. And so for anybody who may be interested, tell them a little bit more yeah. about what the process could look like.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, I I struggled with a darkness and fire. I mean, it is it I'm I'm not everyone always tells me to not be negative, but I'm like, it's not my best work. I know it's not my best work. Um Okay, but I it's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But um but you know, like I, you kind of have to take it with a with a grain of salt. And, Like I learned a lot from that process. Um, you know that that editing itself um, is is incredibly important, and um, just having some kind of support, or you know, like a like a like a beta reader or an alpha reader, just someone else mm-hmm. that you can. That's that's not an arc. That's because because arc readers pretty much for the most part get the the finished product. It may not be completely mm-hmm. edited, but like the story itself is is done. But like when you whenever you send it to like a beta or an alpha reader, like the the story is still evolving, so they can give you their. Ideas, their takes um, on the story itself, the plot. Um, you know, are there any holes? Does it make sense? Does it flow well? So, um, even just having one person that you can kind of bat ideas off of, um, you know, and and, and refer to, um, is I, I think incredibly important. And honestly, just just the community in general um, is incredibly important when you're when you're writing and publishing um, because. I couldn't do half of what I do without like the people I know, like, you know, I just, I couldn't like, it's not just, you know, publishing a book isn't just writing it's, it's, you know, writing and editing and, and especially if you're indie, it's, it's also marketing. And Mm -hmm. I mean, the time, effort and money that you put into this, um, it doesn't always pay off. I'm still in the red. I haven't made a profit yet. I'm and I'm. I'm not going to lie to anybody and say that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super important for people who want to go into this to just be really realistic with their expectations. Um, mm-hmm. Some people hit it big on their first one. It's a, it's a smash and it goes from there. And other people, you know, you have to, you have to build up your backlist. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I am, I am the latter. I am building up my backlist so that, you know, maybe one day I can turn this into a full-time job. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the ultimate goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, I would say, I would say, I mean, out of everything, um, just having support and having an editor. Um, even if you know you do like a like a pre made cover on Canva, like obviously like cover art is super important. Like we all love co- mm-hmm. we all love co- covers, but if I had to choose between cover art and an editor, I'd choose an editor every time
0: because mm, the
2: yeah. story can speak for yourself. You can always go back and you can update the cover, um, right. but the story is is harder to update once it's out there and once Definitely. it's published. So I learned that from experience. So I mean, you just gotta. You gotta kind of look at your own finances and what you're willing to put into mm-hmm. it, um, mm-hmm. and see, you know, kind of prioritize and go from there. Um, it's definitely it's definitely rewarding though. Um, I I wouldn't change anything, even if I could. And how, so,
0: how do you go about finding an editor or a cover artist? Yeah, like, where do you even start?
2: so I am really lucky so my one of my best friends is my editor um she's also an author um and so she is amazing she makes me sound so much better than I do (laughs) sometimes sometimes the words just aren't wording and I'll write this really basic sentence and she's like I know this is what you're trying to say like (laughs) let's, let's make it a little bit more bougie and I'm like yes that is it but like I can't, I <laughs> I sometimes I can't think of words. Um, mm-hmm. So I, um, I found her, um, I was actually introduced by a mutual friend. Um, and it's been nonstop ever since. So she's a very good friend. And she's also an editor. And like I said, she's an author. So she does her own stuff as well. Um, and then same thing with um, cover artists. Um, so when I originally published, I did books one and two. I did the covers myself. Which They're was so cute. <laughs> <They're> so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they're not the ones that I have now. So the ones you have, those oh. are redone oh. at the <laughs> beginning of 2023. I'm not that talented. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I have. I have my original somewhere. Um, I just don't know where. I think they're put away in the tubs. <laughs> um, but Love they, it. it's the same premise. But I did it. I did it myself. And um, and so I had actually before she had gotten into covers. My my covered she does everything now. She literally, she's done everything. She's done my logo. She's done my chapter headers. She did my oh, math for, for book one. Um, she's done stickers. I mean, she, I, she's invaluable. I literally, she does everything. Um, but again, I was introduced to her by a mutual friend to do my math and then it just kind of progressed from there until she mm-hmm. got into cover art. And so she, she did, um, the of ashes and crowns, um, cover first. And so, oh um, and then at the beginning of 2023, we updated book one and two, um, to just okay. kind of be cohesive and match. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, she's, she's amazing, but it's, it's just been like word of mouth referrals. Um, and then some people are a hit and some people aren't, um, you just kind of have to find, you know, someone who meshes with you. Um, mm-hmm. cause it's also important. I mean, there may be some cover artists or, or editors that are just really good at their job, but they may not yeah. mesh with you and your writing style mm-hmm. or your, your, you know, the, the ideas you have for your cover. So sometimes, yeah. you know, you just kind of have to take that L and be like, you know what, I, as much as like I'd be, you know, love to work with you, it's not, you know, representative of my story or, yeah. or what I'm looking for. Um, and so, you know, you just kind of have to use your best judgment on that. But again, it's, it's word of mouth referrals. It's, you know, looking in your favorite books because um, mm-hmm. most of them should have, you know, their, their um, cover artist and um, mm-hmm. formatter and, and um, editor listed. And so sometimes you oh, can cool. even just find them from there um, and just reach out, see if they're taking clients, you know, mm-hmm. get their price points, see kind of what you're looking at um, and just go from there.
0: That's so cool too, because you look at like some of our favorite books that we read yep. and the first thing mm-hmm. you see is the cover. And mm-hmm. they always say, mm-hmm. don't judge a book by its cover, but it's the mm-hmm. first thing you're drawn the first to. Thing you see, yes. Yes. And yeah, I remember um, when you first mentioned the Of Darkness and Fire series, mm-hmm. I was like, these books are so cute. They were, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I yeah. had first
1: picked it up because it was, it was, must've been one of your videos or like, I don't know, one of your read early readers, because I had had it downloaded on my Kindle for a long time yeah. before I did it. And I think it's because it was a slightly older female main character, like a little bit yep. more mature. And I think I had yeah. th- seen that in a video. I was like, immediately download. <laughs> yeah.
0: Immediately,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was
2: something that, that I, again, when I like was starting to, to form in my mind, I was like, well, I'm not 19. So like, I don't want her to be 19. Um, so that was definitely something I was like, I want her to be old and powerful. Like I, I don't Mm -hmm. want her, like, I don't want, you know, just someone who's brand new coming into their powers. Like I want someone who's a little bit more established. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that was something that I, I definitely, I wanted to see, um, and kind of went into, to the decision to make her a, a little bit older
1: hmm. Well, and your female main character in The Night Runs Red, she's also mm-hmm. a little bit more mm-hmm. mature and she's curvy and she is confident mm-hmm. in who she is, too. So yes. did you have like any inspiration from yourself or from
2: anybody nearby you
1: to for who she I, is as well?
2: No, I I, I took a lot of Talia for myself. Um, the one thing I, I would say I don't have is her confidence. That's kind of she is who I, I wish I was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but she is you know she's fiery she's obviously she's curvy um and the big thing with that is i didn't i i specifically did not um give her a a size um mm-hmm. Because I wanted kind of everybody to be able to relate for, to her because she does suffer from, like, body dysmorphia, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and things of that nature. So I, I wanted anybody to be able to relate. Um, and plus, size is so relative. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can have three people that are the same size sitting next to each other and their bodies all look different. Um, Absolutely. So it was something that I didn't I didn't necessarily, like, I didn't want to I didn't want to hone in on like one specific thing because I didn't want anyone to get stuck on. Well, I can't relate to her because I'm not X, you know? Right. Um, Because sometimes that's where like I get my hang up, like in books. Um, Not that the characters aren't done well, they obviously are. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes when, when a specific size, even if it's, whether it's large or it's skinny, like if it's too emphasized, like it just, Mm -hmm. I I feel like it can take people out um so I specifically didn't didn't mention that and just kind of went with her own struggles with her own body and her body dysmorphia um Mm -hmm. and the um she does suffer from something called uh, dermatillomania which is something that I suffer which is like compulsive like skin picking um so it's like a it's like a anxiety thing that I've always had um and so that was something that that I wanted to to put in there as well just just for just for me um and because I I mean you never see anything like that um and so I wanted Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of just just do that that was that was a completely that had nothing really to do with with Kalia or her character or anything but it was just something that I needed to put in there for me Um, because there was a lot of of going into and like of her accepting a lot of that Um, and so that was kind of like a well maybe one day like I'll get there so um, she is she is a lot of like who I wish I was Um, and so it was so fun to write her Um, just just being carefree and sassy and you know yes she may have issues with her body but at the end of the day she knows her worth and so that was something that that I really wanted to emphasize on
0: I love her sassiness yeah (laughs) well and I love Mm -hmm. that in
1: that book too like people don't. it's not that people love her in spite of the things that she struggles with it's like they love Mm -hmm. her regardless those things included and I think that that's really beautiful too like just to remind like even us reading it, like yeah, people love you and all of you. Yes. It's like it's not yes. because not in spite of those things, but they just love you mm-hmm. and who yeah. you are at the core. And
2: yes, that's that really is cool. that is absolutely right. And like the the amount of reviews that I got, that you know, like people were able to relate to her and her struggles, like that. Mm-hmm. That was huge for me. Like that, mm-hmm. I like some of the reviews made me cry because I was like, oh. I was like, well, like I've done it. Um, you know, like that's, I want people to be able to relate to, to my characters. Mm -hmm. And so for so many people to have been able to relate to her and the struggles, um, in all different walks of life, um, that was something Mm -hmm. that was super important to me. And like, that was, that was, that was amazing. It still is anytime, anytime someone like mentions that in a review or anything, I'm just like,
0: oh. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> It really is so amazing. Yeah. Do you
1: have, like, any, I guess on a more, like, higher note, sorry. Yeah. No, do you have even... any other reviews or, like, comments or messages that you've gotten from people that have really stuck out to you, either as, like, really meaningful and sweet or really funny when someone hit a shock factor? Like, are there any, like, memorable interactions you've had with Or has waiters? somebody
0: texted oh. you live reactions recently? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, someone has. <laughs>
0: um... <laughs>
2: I think my favorite is um, book three in in the trilogy specifically. Um, when arc readers got that, I got a lot of um, crying selfies. Aww. So <laughs> I have a I have a whole folder on my phone on my in my photos <laughs> that is just labeled oh tear trophy. <laughs> and so. And so <laughs> sometimes when I'm sad and I'm like, I'm like, man, like I'm just like in my, I'm in my feels and I'm like, man, I just don't know about any of this anymore. I just go back and I look and I'm like, look at all the people I've made cry.
0: <laughs> <You're>
2: <laughs> like,
0: ha, ha ha cute, evil laugh.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that was, that was something that's fun. I literally, I, I, I had a friend who ruined the big thing that happens in in book three um she forced me to ruin it for her at a polycon (gasps) last year and so we were after it was after it was Saturday after the ball and everything and so we were sitting there and she just like kept going tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me and I (laughs) said if I tell you like and and it wasn't even that it was it was who who ended up with someone at the end and if I I was like if I tell you that that's going to spoil something every yeah Yeah. And um, she was like, I don't care. Just tell me. Just tell me. And so I told her. And so she literally like sank to the floor and was like, <laughs> like, cry- Like she was like, there were tears. And it was funny because her other friend, like her other friend was sitting there with her camera, just like taking pictures like, of the whole interaction. So there was like me like being like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. And she's just like on the floor, like, just like in tears and I'm oh like my gosh. I told you like you did this to yourself yeah, I, you told did you this don't know. I told you to wait you didn't listen so here we are oh my oh gosh man. yeah oh, but also so like funny. obviously like the the like everyone like every now and then like I'll get you know the the like I said like the body positivity comments or you know the comments specifically on like mental health or or anything of that um but yeah I'd love any kind of readers slide into my dms like unless they're being mean which i i've never experienced that okay good knock on knock on wood reviews reviews have been mean but no one's ever slid into my dms and been like you're an awful human because i would be like oh my gosh yeah but yeah but anybody anybody else uh, most most of my interactions have always been positive um and i absolutely love when readers like slide in there and they tell me how much they like my books or you know just even (laughs) even you know even just to say hi or anything like that's that's yeah. always my favorite. I love interacting with people. Oh my gosh! Um, so that's always fun. That's so. But my funny. tier my tier trophies are probably tier
0: trophies. That is hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> do you go through and read your reviews or
2: do you hold back on that? Oh man, huh? So <laughs> I am not allowed to read my reviews um, because I spiral. Um, oh, <laughs> um I I only read. Um, like arc reviews um okay so I only read those because I mean as a rule not as a rule generally arc reviews tend to be more positive because you want people that are familiar with your work you want people that you know are going to interact and so um I never I, I rarely ever turn people down for arcs because I want a whole horde of of people, um, to, you know, to read and be able to receive ARCs. Um, but as a, as a generality, ARCs tend to be more positive. So I always read my ARC reviews. Um, and then once release day, see, I don't know if you just heard, there's a cat somewhere in the background. I love it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, uh, (laughs) <laughs> but usually usually either release day or like maybe a couple of days after because there's still usually like ARC reviews coming in up until usually about a week after oh, yeah. release. But somewhere in there is when I literally I get off of Goodreads, I get off of Amazon, like mm-hmm. I, I walk away from the reviews. Because um, if not, like I'll, I'll sit there. Like you can't make a story that's for everybody. Not everyone's going to like your work. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to find something that they don't resonate with or they don't like or, you know, they think the, the female main character is annoying or the main male character or, um, <laughs> you know, whatever the case is. So, um, you know, it, it's at that point, the story's done. It's out there. I can't change anything mm-hmm. about it. And so I, I just, I back away. I'm like, you know what? Right. This is no longer right. for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. So it is right. what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: And like you said, you can't make everyone happy. We've definitely nope. gone through that too. Some people have really hated some things we've said, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. you're just really not going to be able to make everybody yeah. happy.
2: Well, yeah, and, and even the, the most day, popular books you get that, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's people there's people who you know just just don't like it, um, and that's okay. I'm I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want everybody to like it because then I, that doesn't, doesn't, right. feel then doesn't feel real. That doesn't feel genuine, yeah. um, so I'm I'm very okay with that. I know yes. my place, and my place is not in the reviews after a certain time. <laughs> um, right. So, and and honestly, and it like I said, it messes with my mental health because like I am I am very sensitive, um, <laughs> and I know that about myself. Um, And so I often, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to hurt my own feelings if I stay here. So Mm. I just need to go. Definitely. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's no longer productive.
0: Yep. So who, out of all of the characters that you've written, who is your favorite character?
2: (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) I don't, I don't know that I have a favorite i think i think Calia is probably someone who like i said kind of inspires me so that would be an easy answer to give um mm-hmm. she is inspiring um but i don't know that i would claim her as my favorite i don't know if i can play favorites i can tell you that <laughs> the sure. easiest character for me to write was damian in my, my trilogy. Love it. Um mm. and uh, uh everyone's always surprised by that because he's there's there's a lot of issues with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> um we won't ruin anything but yes. <laughs> yeah he's he's definitely problematic. Um um but I was able to put a lot of like my own again my own mental health struggles into his character. Um and so it was really gratifying for me to see his struggle um and to see him come out on the like where he comes out on the other side. Yeah. Mm. Um so that was he he was probably my easiest and one of one of my favorite characters to write just cuz yeah. there were sometimes that he was just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh you haven't even gotten fine. there yet, huh?
0: No, <laughs> I haven't even gotten there. And no. I'm like, I'm already thinking that.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He uh it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> no. Oh man. Yeah, Get ready for your book...
1: heart to be ripped out. Hun.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> book, book two is I'm gonna rough, send you some tears. tears. <laughs> oh Yep. yep. Book, book two Damien is, is mm. Yeah. yeah, he's got some
0: issues.
1: <laughs> well, I'm were there, so ready. <laughs> were there any characters that were a big surprise for you, of like how they developed or the direction that you ended up having them go?
2: Yes. Um. So, Renee, who you haven't met, or yeah, you yeah you have. Mm-hmm. I ended up adding her in in the in the rewrite. Oh, um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so Renee originally wasn't in um wasn't in <laughs> anything um she kind of materialized out of nowhere in book two um and so when i did the book one kind of like s- slight re-edit and, and rework i i added her in so that way she had a place um but she was someone that kind of came out of nowhere. And I, I initially expected her to be a little bit more of a background character. Um, mm-hmm. And by the end of book two, I knew that was no longer going to be able the case. Um, <laughs> um, book, book three has, has a lot of, of, of POVs. And a lot of characters, and and so you get more of her, and you you get more of her backstory, and and she has her own um, storyline. Um. <laughs> um, so, so she has her own. So that she was she herself was just a huge shock to me. Um, and then and then also just in general, um, in book three, I knew that. Oh my god! Um, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's like he's like nineteen years old, and he's Senile. He's Stop. my husband's childhood cat, and so sometimes he just gets a little lost and just walks around. Oh my yelling. gosh! He's like, <laughs> let me in. Yeah, I, I don't know where he is now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so, so she, she was a surprise. And then, and then in book three, um, which it, I don't think it really spoils anything. I, obviously in big fantasy books, it's hard for everyone to get out alive. Um, yes. and so there, there were some choices that needed to be made. And I will say that mm-hmm. originally it was different, um, oh. And so I, uh, I, I ended up changing it once. And again, it ties into once Renee's storyline kind of um, progressed a little more and all the characters as a whole. Um, so, yeah, that was hmm. book three really threw me for a loop, man. It just in general, it oh was gosh. nowhere. It was it was there were too many um, twists and turns um and it changed all the time as as they're as these side characters um you know started showing more of themselves so that was really fun to see but also really difficult because I was like I need you guys to get on the same page because you're giving me different (laughs) things so
0: funny and I need Mm -hmm. us to come
2: together I need it to be cohesive so
0: what a fun writing process though it's chaotic
1: (laughs) I was gonna say that brings us well into though what's coming up so you've got one trilogy out you've got one half of a duology out so what does the next like year look like for you like what type of releases are you trying to put out like what's that schedule look like when are you gonna give me what I want (laughs) (laughs) I
2: know why you're asking this question um so obviously the next um the next book, the the duology, the book two is next. Um, That is getting pushed back just a little bit than what I had intended. Mm -hmm. I had originally um, intended to publish end of February, beginning of March. Um, Mm -hmm. But with my schedule and with my cover artist schedule, um, we had to push things back a little bit. Um, So I'm hoping now for end of March beginning of April. Um, before a polycon nice. is my my hard my hard Ooh. limit. Mm-hmm. Um just because then I've got Imaginarium coming up at the beginning of June and I need to I need time to get everything done. So absolutely by mm-hmm. the beginning of April is my like end all be all goal. Um, so that is coming first. And then I had because everything's kind of gotten pushed back a little bit, I have another okay. Release in the works, or or project in the works, um, that is actually a um, kind of a <laughs> 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 in suspense. I love it. Um, so, so, so obviously there there were some a few loose ends at the end of the trilogy, um, and so those characters are getting um, their own book. Um, mm-hmm. And so that'll be, it, it's, it'll be in the world of the Darkness and Fire series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be book four, technically, I guess. Um, <laughs> right. It, I, I never really know what to, to call it because like SJM kind of did that with like Actar. obviously the first three are like Reese and Farah. And then you get the little novella that like kind of bridges everything. And then Silver Flames, is, you know, kind of goes into mm-hmm. Nesta and Cassian. And so that's kind of what i'm doing it's staying in the same world um but it's switching to a different couple so it's it's Mm -hmm. outside of the original trilogy um but it is a continuation of like the series as a whole so i don't really know what you call Mm -hmm. that um haven't really figured that out um but yes it will it will be those characters um story um and i'm very excited i've i've been plotting (laughs) that (laughs) i know (laughs) I, I've been, I've been, I said, I'm not a plotter. I've been, there have been certain things, certain scenes, certain, certain, again, things that I know. And so I've, I've written those down on a, on a general um, outline. Um, and a lot of it is just going to be left up to how it goes. Um, it is a little bit of a time jump. Um, I can mm-hmm. say that. Um, so it'll take place anywhere from five to 10 years after the end of book oh, three. Cool. Um so the official time jump, that's it's something I'm working on. Um, cause again, it kind of affects something that, that would happen later, um, <laughs> <Hi>. um
0: <laughs> that's so cool I, i'm I, like this is just making me more excited once, to, like, you, once to you read, read it. book
1: three once you read book three you're gonna understand yeah. what we're talking yeah, about anyone, but i'm
0: okay. like i'm just more uh, yeah, excited now. anyone
2: anyone who's who's finished the trilogy kind of i, I would know who i'm talking about um mm-hmm. yeah And I can't say any more than that. No, it can't say any more than that. No, you need the shock (laughs) factor. I (laughs) I'm still, I'm still dying
1: to see how you're going to finish that duology, Um, though. The cliffhanger on the end of book one, holy! I do not understand how we're going to come back from that. My mind is just blown. I'm really glad I don't have. It's only a couple more months. We have to wait for that one, but I am dying to see how that goes.
2: (laughs) Yes, Um, that has proved tricky. Um, Yeah. Even just from like a marketing standpoint, I'm like, yes, I am limited on what I can say because obviously yeah. I can't say anything about the ending of book one because right. for anybody who hasn't read book one, um, I can't ruin that. And then there are, are other things that I'm like, well, like I I can't share that. Um, <laughs> so. It's made marketing a little bit difficult, not going to lie, but it is, it is, it is coming. Um, I'm, I'm almost, um, I finalized a big portion of edits. Um, It was so funny though, because I realized um, last night while I was writing and I texted (laughs) my editor and I was like, so um," I was like, I think I'm writing the ending right now. I was like, I don't know how I got here. Um, I was like, it's kind of, it's kind of changed. I was like, I don't know where these characters are taking me, but (laughs) it feels like the ending. Um, Oh my goodness. So I always, I always kind of put off the ending just in case I need to go back and like, Mm. rework anything towards the beginning um, that could Mm -hmm. affect um, the ending. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I know how I want it to end but it's very broad. Um so I try yeah. to hold off on that and, until most of edits are, are done. And so that way if I end up having to change something, um, it's not a massive overhaul. Um mm-hmm. and so yeah, no, so I texted him and I was like, um, I don't really know what's happening right now, but I think, <laughs> I think it's ending. And she was like, I don't know what you mean you think it's ending. And I said, I don't know either, honestly. I your guess is as good as mine, but it <laughs> feels oh my gosh,
0: like that's so funny.
2: This feels like it's coming out to the ending, like the big things. And so um yeah, so that's been that's been fun. And book two that has been a so challenge. Cool. Um, yeah,
0: I remember when we both like finished to... the arc, we were texting each other. We yeah. like, <laughs> Can you believe
2: that? Yeah. I, I like to remind everybody that it was loosely based on um, Romeo and Juliet so that
0: is not
1: that helps. doesn't make me feel <laughs> better though that's the problem not, that doesn't
2: make me feel better it's not supposed to <laughs> um oh I, my I, gosh I, I will say that there is there is um there is some semblance of a happy ever after um it it, it, ends, some semblance. it ends in a in a positive way it ends. That's, a, that's all she's, she's like it ends, ends in a
1: way. It, there is a ending. That's what I'm there hearing.
2: There's an ending. She's like I don't know that um, you're gonna
1: like it, but <laughs>
2: there is an yeah, ending. It, yeah. <laughs> well, I know that I know that goes into the whole like it's not romance, but doesn't have a happy ever after. It it has a happy ever after. Okay. Okay. It, it in in a way.
1: In a way. In a way. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, I okay.
2: You mentioned
1: you mentioned briefly that thinking about marketing for book two was <laughs> challenging trying to figure out, like, what teasers can you say? Like, what quotes can you throw in? So maybe, like, could you just tell us a little bit about, as an indie author, mm-hmm. what it's like trying to market your own book? Like, oh, absolutely. what things work well? What's been hard?
2: Absolutely. So Canva is my best friend. Um, Canva is invaluable. Um and I always like to go back and look at like my and they're nowhere on my Instagram because I didn't an, an overhaul like whenever I started <laughs> actually like getting decent at, at at the design. Um but um man, Canva Canva Premium is totally worth the monthly <laughs> cost. I don't know what it is now because I like got grandfathered in um mm-hmm. like prior, but um it's absolutely invaluable. You can't um you I, I don't know how anybody does it without that um but yeah it's just it's marketing is is so difficult um and i think everyone kind of knows to a certain extent especially if they're on like if they are like a bookstagrammer, bookstagrammer i don't know what that was mm-hmm. or, or a tiktoker um you know i mean the algorithm is weird you never know what's gonna hit yep. you never know what's gonna land yep. um sometimes you spend literal hours on posts or mm-hmm. content or whatever and it falls flat. Um yep. so I'm still trying to figure all that out. Um I I think it really just comes down to um I mean trying things and failing and taking that and being like okay well this didn't work so like let me yeah. rework it. Um mm-hmm, which is sometimes a pain um but but yeah it's it's and and part of networking is is or part of marketing is networking um and so it's really just like connecting with people or readers or other authors or books to or TikTokers or whatever the case may be um and so it's it's that is also an invaluable resource um as well but But marketing, marketing is hard. You have to put a lot of time into that and dedication. So not only are you sitting here writing and you're trying to finish a book or finish edits or, you know, plot your next, your next project or whatever Mm -hmm. the case is, but you're also like spending literal hours making graphics or videos Mm -hmm, or, you know, compiling quotes from your books to use Mm -hmm. in teasers. Like it's just, there's a lot in the background and it's very time consuming, um, but, um, it's totally worth it, um, at the end. And, and, you know, like I said, just finding, finding, you know, your niche and kind of sticking to it and your brand, so to speak. Um, it, it, that also helps because then you're kind of sticking to one vibe and people kind of know what to expect. And so then you kind of attract that kind of audience. Um, whereas, you know, if your posts are kind of all over the place I mean it works for some people um Mm -hmm. it doesn't work for me I I try to (laughs) to an aesthetic as as much as possible um Mm -hmm. then people kind of know what to expect um but yeah it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of um trying and failing and Mm -hmm. and figuring out what works and what doesn't and not getting too upset when, you know, a video that you spent two hours on gets like yeah. 200 views on TikTok or mm-hmm. like five likes, you know, so mm-hmm. it's it's time consuming and sometimes it's a little bit of a letdown. Um,
0: definitely. But we've it's been there nice too. to have that. Yeah, trust me, <laughs> we've
2: definitely been there too. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, and like I said, that's something I feel like a lot of people can relate to. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if they are on any sort of, you know, platform and trying to get their stuff out there. So I think, I think we're all collectively struggling. No one knows what the algorithm wants and no one knows, you know, what'll hit. Mm -hmm. So we're all just kind of stumbling around together.
0: Always. (laughs) I love that. We're just stumbling around together. This community is so awesome. Yeah,
2: it is. It is. And I, I have not, I mean, yes, obviously there are the, you know, bad eggs in the bunch Mm -hmm. um you're gonna have that in any community though Mm -hmm. um you know there's always gonna be the others that you know try and try to ruin it for others um but for for the most part I have never been a part of such a um just supportive community um as as the the book community is um, mm-hmm. from, you know, like I said, readers, authors, uh, books, like everyone collectively, I feel like everyone, everyone wants everyone to succeed for the most part. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so it's, it's really amazing that, that people are willing to, you know, support others and be there for others and answer questions. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I have people that I literally ask so many questions to, and I'm like, one of these days you're going to block me. Um, because you're like, why are you asking me so many questions? Um, yeah. but, but it is it's just the community is amazing um, and I, I could not be more grateful to be a part of, of such um, an inclusive and eclectic, eclectic group.
0: that is so awesome. That's so beautiful. Where can our book Friends find you?
2: Yeah. So I am um, at Amber Palmer author across all platforms. Um, it's easy to remember. Um mm-hmm. I my books are on Amazon, Kindle Unlimited, all of them. Um I've got an Etsy store, which I think really just has most merch and stuff, I was gonna say. Yes. Uh, and, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm, I saw it's so cute. Um I yeah, so I've got I've got sweatshirts, I've got I think I've got some art prints on there. Um I really have to check because after kind of Black Friday, everything I haven't I haven't gone back on.
0: That's bad. <laughs> um
2: but yeah, so I've got, I've got merch and stuff on there, um, on my Etsy shop. And so, and then my website, again, it's, it's just amberpalmerauthor.com. I try to keep it as simple as possible. Mm-hmm, that's um, perfect. Because I can't keep up with a million different usernames and I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So everything is collectively <laughs> the same. That is so
0: wonderful. Nice.
2: That's good. That makes it easy for people to find it your books after listening to this.
0: Yes,
1: absolutely.
2: Yes. I try to make it as easy as possible.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the little kitty
2: meows are so cute. It is
0: so cute. <laughs> and how do we and our book friends best support you?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, as always, uh, you know, like, share, comment. Um, those are huge. Just getting kind of that reach out there. Um, you know, sharing sharing you know authors that that other people may not have heard of um i know every not everyone you know watches their stories and stuff but every now and then you do you get a good quote and then Mm -hmm. you know it just it's just kind of organic it's that word of mouth um reviews are huge um and not just i mean obviously don't don't tag authors in bad reviews um but Mm -hmm. you know even even if you've got a negative review leave the review um you know reviews in general they they do just help um they, they help. Um so yeah, yeah it, leave reviews of your favorite books. Even if it's just a star review, um it just kind of helps helps get it out there just a little bit more. Um and so and so yeah. So and and like I said all my books are on Kindle Unlimited, so um mm-hmm. if you have a, a Kindle Unlimited subscription, you're not paying for my ebooks. Mm-hmm. Um and I try to price my physical books decently so that way you know you're Mm -hmm. not paying an arm and a leg um so i i try to do that as best as i can to be kind of mindful and so kind of allows more people to to have access um Mm -hmm. to them so because that's really important to me i don't i don't want anyone to ever feel like they can't afford to be a reader yes Mm -hmm. um so that's something i always try to keep in mind yeah do you have any signed books on your etsy account I did. Um, I think I'm all out. I need I need I got more stock in recently. So I need to go through and I need to update. Um mm-hmm. so that'll be coming. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually. Um whenever I get around to actually <laughs> like going in and updating everything. Yeah. Um I know right now I've got I've got stock of the night rooms red. Um nice think i know i've got some of like book two in the in the trilogy um mm-hmm. i've got stock of that but um <laughs> i don't know about book one and two one and three so i need to check on that so that's awesome but yes uh, they do i do have some or that is where you can find them um also i've got that's a awesome. a tiktok shop so it, it's new it's i don't it. i don't know what i'm doing but apparently a lot of people like <laughs> it, so why not try it yeah. That's so awesome. Oh, so cool. What
0: events do you have coming up in the next few months?
2: Yeah, so this year, 2024, I'm at two. Um, I'll be going to a Polygon just, just to hang out. Um, I've got a lot of friends that will be there that are that are signing. So I'm going to go and hang out at there. But um, signing-wise, I'm going to be at Imaginarium um, Book Festival in June. That's June 6th and 7th, I believe, or 7th and 8th. Oh, I'm so bad. Um, it's It's the first weekend in June. Um, and then, so Sardis, which takes place in Boston in August. Um, cool. I'm not certain on those dates just cause I'm going to be there before to like help. Cause I, I know all the girls in that. So, um, mm. I am bad at dates, obviously. Um, but it is, <laughs> it is in August. I want to say it's like the eight, 16th through 18th. Don't quote me on that, but it is. But it is on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it is on Instagram. It's on my website. It's on their website. Yeah. So, but I will. I will be an attending author of both of those. That oh, is
0: so, so cool.
2: exciting! Mm-hmm. You should hit I'm up Readers Take Denver. Yeah, we're gonna be at Readers Take Denver
1: 2025. We should try to uh, drag you out for I, that.
2: I want to go. Um, I try. I wanted to. I I did apply for 2024, but I was too late. So I I applied for 2025. So. Here's to seeing if I Fingers get a um, I would. I would, get pictures to
0: get, um, <laughs> I would love
2: to go. If you get, I would love to go. That is that is something that I would I would love to attend. Um, I mean, even just even just to just to hang out. So, mm-hmm. um, which I know that tickets I think just went on sale. They, they okay. might already yep. be sold out. I have no idea. I'm so bad <laughs> at keeping track of things. Um, uh-huh. But it is something I would I would love to love to be a part of so
0: oh that is so fun because if we haven't said it yet we are an amber palmer stan account obviously awesome well Amber thank you so much yes. for, uh, for being on here with us today it has just been a blast
1: yes this yeah. has been amazing and thank you so much for telling us so much about like the background process of what it's like yeah. being an indie author too I think there's a lot of people that want to pursue that type of career too and just mm-hmm. don't even know where to start so it's got to be really inspirational for them too to be able to hear how yeah. you learned through that process and got to where you are
2: Yeah, I am always I am I am an open book when it comes to that kind of stuff, because I never want anyone to ever feel like they were alone. Like I didn't, I didn't have me. like I said, I didn't have anybody and I didn't know who to turn to as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I I don't ever want anybody, especially who's who's, you know, wants to pursue this to feel like they can't do it because they don't know what they're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I don't I I don't think that should ever be limited. So I always try to be as much of an open book as possible
0: that is so awesome oh, amazing. Well, we are on the edge of our seats for when the, the day burns bright comes out we are yes. so excited and I will be texting you live updates I want all the I
2: want all, the, I want all the, the responses that is my literal favorite thing in the world I'm just like I sitting know. here laughing as you're like crying it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh man Oh I can't
1: well, God! thank you Thank you again so much. It was so great having you today
2: and we'll see you next week, book lovers. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's
1: Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it spicy, book lovers. Book
0: lovers. <laughs> <laughs>